0: We now want to pay our respects and honor our martyrs. We ask for a moment of silence for the more than 9,000 Palestinian people who have been murdered in the genocidal war of Israel against our people. Ah, yes, that is um, a Democrat Party leader at the genocide rally on uh, Saturday in Washington, D.C., tens of thousands of jihadis and Democrats. We murder the genocidal Jews, and he wants to praise the martyrs, the martyrs of the jihad. The jihad is here. They live among us. And the Democrats are waving them in because the Democrats are not on our side. Uh uh, uh. Speaking of which... spitballing with my pal, Sebastian Gorka, going back and forth. And you may know Stephen Crowder, Louder by Crowder. Stephen Crowder's a lot of fun, does great stuff. And Stephen Crowder on his website has obtained exclusive access to the Nashville Covenant School Shooters Manifesto, which the police have been keeping a secret from the public for well over a year now because it doesn't conform with the Democrat Party's agenda. Had the transgender, mass-murdering, suicide-attacking, mentally ill Democrat been wearing a MAGA hat, then we would have gotten the manifesto in a day. But here we are, all this time later, 28-year-old, Graphics designer, a graphics, that's uh, uh, what uh, Audrey Hale was. Um, once attended the school that Audrey Hale, a man pretending to be a woman, attacked Nashville, Tennessee, the Covenant School, uh, and uh, murdered what? Murdered six people, I think. Murdered, And then the police came and shot him to death uh, while he was pretending to be her. Her pronouns are dead, bleeding, shot, killed. Forget about it. Get out of here. But uh, the, the lunatic attacked this school where the lunatic once attended as a student. And, and get a load of this stuff because this mass-murdering, gender-dysphoric Democrat, who, again, another suicide attack, yet another suicide attack by the Democrats, attacked this school, murdered all these people, was then gunned down by the police, who had no choice but to gun down this young man who was posing as a young woman. And now, thanks to Stephen Crowder and Team Crowder and not the New York Times, we've obtained exclusive access to the Nashville Covenant Shooters Manifesto. Their breaking news Nashville Transgender Manifesto leaked. And here are a couple of quotes. I hope I have a a high death count. I hope I have a high death count going into murder people. Specifically targeted students with, quote, white privileges. Now, this person is white, but the Democrat Party did this to this person who was once a normal young boy who was being raised by loving parents. And then the Democrat Party sunk their teeth into this young boy made him think that he's a young girl, he's white, and he hates white people because of the Democrat Party and their agenda and their manifesto, which we should also gain access to. And he, pretending to be she, was, quote, ready to die. Now, uh, Stephen Crowder and Ladder with Crowder exclusively obtained three pages of the Nashville shooter Audrey Hale's alleged manifesto. Hale, a transgender 28-year-old man, going by the name Aiden Hale, entered the Covenant School March 27th of of, of, of 2023. Is that true? That's wrong, right? Was it only? Because it seems like a lot longer ago than that. Holy cow, it really was. I thought it was longer ago than that. So many news stories since then of Democrats killing people and carjacking and murdering and looting and plundering. The Democrats entered the Covenant School on March 27th of 2023 in Green Hills, Tennessee, killing six people before being shot and killed by responding officers. The manifesto, which has been kept a secret, detailed thoughts Hale had leading up to what was referred to as a death day. He, pretending to be she, called it death day, as well as a timeline in which the shooting would take place. Audrey Hale, not really Audrey, can't believe I'm doing this, he wrote, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. I hope I have a high death count. Kill those kids, he wrote, being transgender. Going to fancy private schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Keeping in mind, he went to this school, all right? Want to kill all you little crackers. Little crackers. White male pretending to be now, I guess, a black female. Um, Like Michael Jackson in reverse, kind of. Want to kill all you little crackers with three exclamation marks. Bunch of little... There is a slur here for gay people, the F-word, like a bundle of sticks. You know, a bundle of sticks is a faggot. And and it says, bunch of little uh, F-words with your white privileges. Sure. And then uh, Hale said there, several times I could have been caught. uh, But especially uh, back in the summer of 2021... It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be 3 to 7. It's going to go quick. Wow. So there is the – and and here are pictures of the pages from a lined notebook, the kind of notebook a student might use. Uh, And, you know, Mm -mm mm-mm-mm. Wait, is a girl pretending to be a boy or a boy pretending to be a girl? Oh, pretending to be a man. It's hard to keep track of the Democrats these days, isn't it? My apologies. I thought that this one was born a male pretending to be a female. This one was born a female pretending to be a male. I see. It, is that the same mental illness or is that a different mental illness? We'll have to ask a Democrat. If there are any Democrats out there, maybe you could explain this. It's a Democrat Party thing. My uh, My apologies. So many transgender killers to keep track of, and and there are plenty, actually. The shooter attacked the students and teachers at the Covenant School, Nashville, Tennessee. Identified by police as 28-year-old Audrey Hale, Audrey Hale, who then changed her name. I'm so sorry. You know, the Democrat Party has put everything into a blender And now you got to pull it out and uh, iron it out and, uh, um, you know, disinfect it with the Democrat lunacy. That's right. My apologies. Um, But what's the difference, really? (laughs) Honestly. I mean, it was a horrible massacre and uh, this uh, lunatic. and, And why did they keep the manifesto a secret until now? Why? Because... Hard to say. So a girl pretending to be a good-born Andre Elizabeth Hale going by Aiden Hale. Um, Democrats have different pronouns than the rest of us, don't they? Yes, they do. Your Democrat Party. Yeah, thank you for that. And thank you, Bill. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you know I'm reading, and here are the two names that are being used, and there are pictures and in one picture, looks like a female. Other picture, looks like a male, because the Democrat Party. You know how they are. Mother of Pearl. Mother of Pearl. Uh, we've also got the Virginia election tomorrow. I want to talk about that. And, and uh, the news media is very excited about the election in Virginia and elections in Ohio because abortion, and you know how they love abortion, more than transgender mass murders at Christian schools. Hard to say. The Democrats, maybe Democrats could call in. Do you guys like um, abortion more than mass murders by transgender people at Christian schools? Uh, Or do you like jihad more than any of those? Which do you like more, Democrats? I really want to know. That's why we're at 888-630-9625. Let's go to the telephones. Let's go. See, I feel a little silly because I was looking at the things and, uh, male to female, female to male, Democrat to Democrat. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Donna calling from Frederick, Maryland. Donna, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, hello, Chris. Whoa. What a
1: morning it's been already. Uh, the weekend was quite alarming, and. When I heard about the Hamas charter, well, it speaks for itself. And it's a shame our college students are so ignorant with respect to even these groups, BLM, Antifa, the KKK. uh, It all sums up Nazism. And uh, boy, have they put a big red bow on that. And I will say one other thing. You know, uh, I was thinking about President Biden and the attack on the White House. And, um, you know, my question was, what is our do-nothing president going to do about all of this? And, of course, the answer is in the question itself. And Mm -hmm. I think you could probably elaborate on the whys with respect to all of it.
0: Well, you know, uh, Joe Biden was on vacation again when the – he he likes vacation. He takes big Air Force airplanes uh, to go places. And I think he went to Maine on Friday, and then he went to one of his multimillion-dollar homes – uh, that he bought with cash uh, with his ill-gotten gains in uh, Delaware. I don't know if his crackhead stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker, Dayton's son was there or not, but he wasn't at the White House while the mob was uh, attacking the White House. And the news media uh, thought this was no big deal at all. And uh, and I think it is a big deal, but it is it is a, uh, you know, this is a rising tide of anti-Semitism in the United States of America and it is being driven, Donna, 100% by the Democratic Party. Am I right about that? You're totally correct and I'm also as
1: concerned about the Republicans in name only that are supporting this same agenda and it's really going to be up to us, the people, to make a dramatic change. What that's going to be remains to be seen.
0: Well, that is a fact. You know, one thing's for sure, the future remains to be seen, as uh, we always like to say in newsrooms. And um, it is, you know, this this presidency is the most disastrous presidency I've witnessed in my lifetime. Jimmy Carter's presidency was not as disastrous as Joe Biden's presidency is right now. And it's uh, uh, still unfolding in real time before our very eyes. And the violence at the White House. I mean, again, the uh, the red paint um, desecrating, graffitiing statues. The white wall with the black wrought iron fence around the White House was desecrated by these animals with their uh, their they uh, dipped their hands in red paint and put their handprints on the on the white, the beautiful white limestone walls surrounding the White House and um, I assume that means the Secret Service or uh, maybe the FBI, remember them? Maybe they could get the fingerprints and they could charge people with insurrection and they could put them in jail for 22 years. But, uh, Donnie, you think that's going to happen?
1: Highly unlikely. And, you know, we're all still dealing with the fallout from the phony insurrection that they um, coordinated, and hopefully we'll hear more about that. I don't think it's quite as public now as far as the media goes it's mostly alternative media reporting on it yep but uh you know the people know the truth and all this misinformation disinformation bs no it's called information and it's either true or it's false and i think it's going to be we're going to have a great awakening in this country like we've never seen and unfortunately we still have many sleepy heads out there <laughs> which you uh, emphasized earlier in your program
0: <laughs> sleepy heads definitely sleepy heads yeah and there uh, there are a lot of uh, you no know, you use the appropriate word ignorant there are a lot of extremely ignorant people and and they have been provided with a good deal of misinformation disinformation you know the disinformation campaign run by the left in this country is now pro-Hamas, anti-Israel, pro-jihad, anti-Semitic, and uh, not on our side. And I I keep thinking of the that phony disinformation campaign run against the American people by our intelligence community on the lead up to the election of 2020. That was election tampering. That was an insurrection by John Brennan, the CIA director. And the rest of that cabal that those criminals run with, including Dana Bash's ex-husband, Jeremy Bash, they should all be in, in the can, in the Gow, in the slammer. Um, I've got a, a fun uh, Florida member of the state house down there, Republican Randy Fine. I want to share with you. I, uh, I watched him on the television this morning, and I, I thought, you know what? Uh, this guy, this guy's uh, doing a pretty good job. I'm going to share him with people. So that's coming up. Donna, thank you for thank you for paying attention. who uh, sent along a helpful item today. Because when I was talking about the transgender, anti-white, but white, uh, anti-Christian, but Christian, anti-rich kid school who went to the rich kid school, transgender, mass murderer, suicide attacker, um, I uh, switched around the genders of the trans person. uh, But never mind that now. Because here's the story. That was just sent along from the Daily Mail and not the New York Times. Author comes out as transgender man. That's no big deal, right? After his wife came out as transgender woman. And the pair, who have a transgender daughter, now live in a four-way open relationship with their transgender lovers. Somebody get the fire hose because... Let's go on Author Rowan Knox, formerly known as Amanda Jett Knox, has announced that he is now a trans man. You mean she is now? Knox had previously made headlines after his wife, who had been his husband for 19 years, came out as a trans woman. How's the marriage going otherwise? <laughs> And now, (laughs) you need uh, like a decoder ring. You need some kind of a checkerboard. The couple, I thought it was four of them now, the couple are now in a polyamorous relationship with a fellow transgender couple after their daughter also came out as transgender. Who do you think they vote for? I'm thinking I know. I'm thinking I know where their donations go. The Democrat Party has accomplished this in a remarkably short period of time. This is what cultural dominance can do for you. Information dominance. You really should you be allowed to vote at this point? If this is you've demonstrated what your decision making is all about. Now, you remember Tara Reid? Tara Reid was a Capitol Hill staffer that worked for then-Senator Joseph Robinette Biden of Delaware. She was a young woman at the time. He's been there since shortly after the Civil War. And uh, he sexually assaulted her by pinning her against a wall and uh, forcing his hands. Um, and I think you've heard the rest, and I'll leave it at that. Tara Reid uh, retweeted a um, an Arab journalist named... Hilariously, Mohammed Smiri. Mohammed Smiri. That's a funny name for a journalist because they smear people. So, Smiri, Mr. Smiri, Mr. Smiri, uh, Mohammed Smiri. He tweeted, "Israel is punishing journalists in Gaza by killing their families." You know that that's untrue, but he's a journalist in the Gaza. Journalist Mohammed Alalul lost four of his children in the Israeli bombing last night. That's what Mohammed Smiri uh, in an ex-post put out there. And Tara Reid, sexually assaulted by Joe Biden. I guess she's still a Democrat. It doesn't matter. Uh, with the, the, their, It's so deeply ingrained in their brains that no matter the sexual assaults or you know, the terrorism, she fled the country and now lives in Russia because she feels unsafe in the United States because of the threat, she believes, from the Biden family. That she faces. And so Tara Reid retweeted Mohammed Smiri with his lie. And Tara Reid wrote Do not let Israel or USA say this is, quote, collateral damage, end quote, or argue human shields. It is genocide. It is murder. This evil causing unfathomable grief and such cruelty by Zionist Israel committing war crimes with impunity. I think she's trying to get back in the good graces of the Democratic Party. Kind of sounds that way, doesn't it? 37 Palestinian journalists killed and their families targeted by Israel. She believes whatever, you know, the last thing she heard is uh, what she believes. 10,000 Palestinians, innocent men, women, and children killed. It is unconscionable, she writes. She's. I think that Biden White House is going to invite her back into the United States now give her an invitation to the white house christmas party with joe biden that's uh, pretty amazing stuff now um your democrat party is is uh, not mentally up to the task of living in the modern world let's just say that and oh speaking of kamala harris kamala harris's stepdaughter she has stepdaughter speaking we're back to the transgender thing ella emhoff ella emhoff is promoting an $8 million Gaza fundraising campaign. And the New York Post has the story, but the Washington Post and the New York Times do not. The stepdaughter of Vice President Kamala Harris. Have you ever seen this person? They hired her to be an international fashion model. And she looks like she was just liberated from Bergen-Belsen. But they put, you know, somebody else's clothes on her and said, Isn't she beautiful? Not to the living, no. So the stepdaughter of Vice President Kamala Harris is publicly raising money for Gaza. You know, you got to have soup and uh, stew, sending soup and stew uh, nourishment to kill the Jew. Right? That's the the thing. Ella Emhoff, 24 years old, whose father, First Gentleman, Doug Emhoff, is Jewish— Uh, Fixed a fundraising drive supporting urgent relief for Gaza's children. They care very deeply about children and funding for Planned Parenthood, which is another intellectual disconnect that they can't explain because they're not aware of it, I think. The anti-intellectual left, just extraordinary. Send to Hamas soups and stews nourishment to kill the Jews. That's uh, what the Democrats are up to. You think World War during World War II these people were sending aid to the Nazis? I think it's quite possible. So she's uh, raising money, and uh, you know, for the for the Gaza. I got an idea. Uh, drop that whole genocide thing in your charter, and uh, stop. Uh, well, hey, wait. Release the hostages that you're holding. Hundreds of them, who are being abused, doubtless in unimaginable ways before they murder them. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, And uh, Ella Emhoff's plea for money for the jihad makes no mention of the hundreds of Israeli adults and children murdered, the 1,400 Israelis killed by Hamas on October 7th, the the hostages. But uh, she's got 315,000 Instagram followers, and they're practically all Democrats, so they, they support the jihad because they're jihadis. They're the Democrat Party. The jihad has never gotten such a boost as the one that they've gotten lately from the Democratic Party in the United States of America. They couldn't have imagined this boost until it happened. Angelina Jolie's father, that's John Voigt, a considerably more significant actor, than is Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie's father, John Voigt, blasts her lies about Israel's war against Hamas, saying he's disappointed in the actress after she slammed the IDF for deliberately killing children in Gaza airstrikes. The Democrat Party, they have one brain and they share it. They sit on the curb and they cut it up with a knife long ago, and everybody got a little piece of the same brain. Either that or they download, satellites go over and their, their necks are plugged into the wall by an RJ-11 jack from an old telephone and they download the Democrat talking points. But Angelina Jolie is a lunatic from way back. Didn't she enjoy cutting herself and bleeding? That was one of her things, right? She's had some other very freaky stuff too. Um, she's a freak, a super freak, super freak, She's super freaky, I will have to say, about that. Yeah, so she's uh, raising money for the jihad, for the enemy. Feed the enemy so that they may kill again another day. Also, the New York Post reports, but uh, nobody else, well-financed Democrats look to oust anti-Israel squad members Ilhan Omar and Corey Bush. You're, they're getting too embarrassing, I think, for them. These people are really extremists and radicals. You know, the Democrats have worn out the word extremist by calling everybody that doesn't vote for them an extremist and, and a radical and MAGA extremists and stuff. While they're burning our cities and looting all of our stores and turning boys into girls, they call you an extremist for being comparatively normal. They don't like normal. Speaking of which, we have Remember Normal t-shirts and Remember Normal coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's amazing internet, where you can get a lot of other fun things, too, like Joe Biden, Cobra, 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 which is what the Secret Service says into their microphones when Joe Biden's walking around naked again, which he does a lot. Lefty squad members in Congress are facing challenges from well-financed pro-Israel Democrats, looking to oust oust them from power over their inflammatory views about the Jewish state. St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell uh, became the latest entrant into the field this week when he announced that uh, he would uh, drop plans to challenge Missouri GOP Senator Josh Hawley and instead aim his firepower, always using military language, on a primary challenge with lefty, radical extremist, Democrat, member of the House of Representatives, Cory Bush. I think we have to stand with our allies, Bell said, and Israel has always been an ally. Not anymore, not to the Democrat Party. Last month, Cory Bush was one of just nine House Democrats who voted against a measure condemning Hamas. After the terrorist organization killed roughly 1,400 people in the deadliest terrorist attack in Israel's history, and there are nine Democrats who said, "No, I'm for killing them," because the left is a blood-drenched, murderous lot, and they always have been. So it's good that the couple of them at least are facing primary challenges, but the Democrats will show up in numbers. You know, uh, Rashida Talib is one of the extremist radicals. She's a jihadi. And uh, she has an ex-account, and she has an X post from over the weekend. From the river to the sea, she wrote, is an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence, not death, destruction, or hate. She's a lion Sacagawea. Lion Sacagawea. She wrote... My work and advocacy is always centered in justice and dignity for all people, no matter their faith or ethnicity. That is a second lie contained in a two-sentence post by Rashida Tlaib. No, from the river to the sea means kill all the Jews and wipe out the state of Israel and turn it into an ashtray, and then we'll call it Palestine or something, and then we'll hang all the gay people from trees. And we'll uh, see if we can find any Jews elsewhere and kill them wherever we find them. Now, from the river to the sea means wipe Israel off the map. It, and, they, and they try to muddy the waters with this BS, right? Because you're a Democrat Party. And also, Fox News, Democratic Party members react to Representative Talib's attempt to justify use of anti-Semitic chant and a Democrat representative, Eliza Slotkin, who is Jewish, and Jackie Rosen, who is Jewish, attempt to correct Congresswoman's understanding of from the river to the sea because Rashida Tlaib is out there lying about it, and she's very comfortable lying about it because she's a lion Sacagawea and she's a jihadi. And Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin wrote, as the only Jewish member of Michigan's congressional delegation, I've worked to reach out to Arab and Muslim constituents. Stop groveling, who know who, who who I know are feeling fear and anguish right now, and I've tried to reflect that empathy in my approach to this crisis. Now, that's really uh, pandering and pathetic and kind of sad. Um, you know, you're, and you're not addressing it, but she gets to it eventually. No, from the river to the sea means kill the Jews and wipe Israel off the map. That's, uh, that's the thing. I ask the same of Rashida Tlaib, Slotkin wrote. The phrase, from the river to the sea, is one of division and violence and is counterproductive in, in promoting peace, she said. None of us, especially elected leaders, should amplify language that inflames a tense situation. Oh, you think it's tense? Makes it harder for our communities to find common ground. Maybe we should just go loot something then. And uh, uh, Congresswoman Jackie Rosen writes, Rashida Tlaib is wrong. From the river to the sea is a call for eliminating the state of Israel that rejects a two-state solution and puts Jews in danger. We must reject extremism, no matter which side of the aisle it comes from. About 98% of the time it comes from your side of the aisle. America's support for Israel remains unwavering. Yeah, not the Democrat Party's support for Israel, however. Not uh, by a long shot. And, I'm going to say it again, Rashida, uh, no, excuse me, this is uh, Premila Jayapal, has a sister named Sushila. And Sushila is now running for the House of Representatives in Washington. So we're going to have two jihadi sisters. That's They'd be known as the jihadi sisters. Uh, from the state of Washington that would uh, both be Democrat members of Congress, right? Just crazy. Dut, 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 dut. Oh, I guess she's running from Oregon. She's running from Oregon. Sashila Jayapal, sister of Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, who is a jihadi, has launched her bid for Congress. I, uh, I got to tell you, the, uh, the jihadis are taking over the country by taking over the Democratic Party. They won't need to invade, as that uh, guy said, the audio we played earlier. Just crazy. Oh, and here's uh, this is a great story. Uh, My headline for this was, Making Anti-Semitism Fun or Making Terrorism Fun. How do you make terrorism fun? That's completely crazy. A Palestinian woman, uh, a so-called Palestinian woman, crashed her car deliberately like a suicide car attack Palestinian woman smashes car into anti-Semitic group after mistaking them for Jews. (laughs) The woman admitted she did it on purpose after watching coverage of the ongoing war, waging in Hamas and Gaza. Must have been watching MSNBC. A Palestinian woman drove her car into a building occupied by an anti-Semitic group after she mistakenly thought she would be targeting the Jewish community. Ruba Auni Almageta, 34 years old, crashed her car into a building owned by the sect known as the Black Hebrew Israelites of Indianapolis, Indiana, after spotting a semblance of a Star of David symbol on their front door. The Jewish Community Relations Council of Indianapolis said in a statement that the crazy woman likely targeted the location thinking it represents Israel because. Hebrew Israelites wording on the front of the building. But the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department claimed the woman told the officer she'd specifically crashed into what she believed to be an Israel school, an Israel school. But here's the thing. The Southern Poverty Law Center identifies the black Hebrew Israelites as a radical extremist, anti-Semitic group, because that's what they are. And uh, they're crazy people. They say they are the real Jews, and that real Jews are the fake Jews, see? So the black Hebrew Israelites have offices in Indianapolis, Indiana, and a Palestinian woman crashed her car into the building hoping to kill Jews. Southern Poverty Law Center designated the black Hebrew Hebrew Israelites as extremists over their promotion of black supremacy and their anti-Semitic views. So it looks like this Palestinian woman is actually on the same page with them. And, uh, you know, she votes Democrat, for sure. How to make terrorism just a little bit funny. The Washington Post, which is naturally a front group for the jihad that is the Democrat Party, they attacked the new Speaker of the House over the weekend. With a story headline, Mike Johnson is a pro-gun Christian nationalist. Yes, comma, be afraid. That's their uh, that's their headline. And, and from there, it goes to the usual places. Kate Cohen is the radical extremist, hate-filled, hate-monger with a hate crime at the Washington Post. Mike Johnson is a pro-gun, pro-Bill of Rights, Christian, normal person, nationalist. He's on the side of the United States of America. The Washington Post is not. Also, the Washington Post has a story uh, over the weekend how psychedelic therapy, that presumably psychedelic drugs, how psychedelic therapy may help with climate change anxiety. You people should all get an overdose of fentanyl. At taxpayer expense, of course. Eco-anxiety and climate grief are unlike other issues in psychiatry. Sure. Because the feelings extend to something greater than ourselves and our personal narratives. So uh, you guys are all mentally ill, aren't you? I mean, it's not as funny as it should be, but you guys are out of your minds. Uh, You really are. And uh, here's something you should have anxiety over, and you should take LSD over this. Shock poll President Trump pulled sizable lead over Joe Biden in five out of six Key swing states, key battleground states. And the Democrats are apoplectic about this. They don't know what to do. They're terrified. But uh, President Trump is crushing Joe Biden in Nevada by 10 points and Georgia by 6 points, Arizona by 5 points, Michigan by 5 points, Pennsylvania by 5 points. Joe Biden is only up by 2 in Wisconsin, where the cheeseheads may come to their senses, I hope. And David Axelrod is, uh, you know, a Democrat from way back, former reporter, uh, propagandist. He thinks that Joe Biden should drop out of the 2024 race, as I recommended a long time ago, months ago, and as I predicted. But he's saying that Joe Biden is bad for the party, bad for the country, and really all they care about is the party. Joe Biden will have to go.